Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Kerry, welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How's your day going? It's going great. Thank you for having me, Ryan. You're welcome. I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, let's kick this off. Why don't you tell my my audience of morning upgraders who you are, what you do for a living, and then you choose something you're grateful for or a win. Sure. So I'm Carrie Thomas. I'm the owner of Conquer the Chaos. I've had my business since 2007. I do organizing and productivity coaching. I work with both business owners and executives on all of their business systems, helping them get all that in order. And then I also run groups for women where we look at the home and office organizing side of things, but then also the internal clutter. So mental clutter and emotional clutter. And then my one-on-one VIP clients, I, I, I slide that in there as well. <laughs> they mm-hmm. can't avoid it. And I live in Carolina Beach, North Carolina. I followed my lifelong dream of moving to the beach. So gosh, that's a win. That's what I'm grateful for. But I guess my most recent thing that I'm grateful for is I just joined, I just hired my own coach and I believe in coaching and I've had you know many coaches, but I just took a big leap and invested in myself and I'm kind of like buzzing with excitement about that. Oh, that's exciting. Is that your big plan to up-level yourself in 2023? It is. Well, I have quite a few plans. 2023, I picked the word of the year. It came up with some of my coaching clients and at first it didn't resonate with me, but my word of the year is epic. And I Mm -hmm. have fully embraced that now. And yes, epic. That's excellent. My my word is, it's more of a phrase, do something. I read that in a book somewhere. Actually, I know what book it was. It was a not the Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews, but it was the next book, The Last Summit. I think it is. It's like part two of the Traveler's Gift. That's like his main book. But the big word, that big phrase, that book was "do something," and I was like, "That sounds really good. I like that." So I'm gonna go with that one. I do like that. So how did you get into like? I guess what led you to conquer the chaos? Like what what um, experience or events made sure. you sure? So. Yeah. So I I started, I mean, my background, my career, I have my bachelor's and master's in special education and I taught and I did love it. And it was, I guess I taught about nine years and then kids came and my ex-husband's job moved us around a lot. And so I never went back to teaching, but I've always had that sort of organizing itch. And I've always been really good at organizing. And I had a friend who became a professional organizer. I was like, wait, I can do that as a job. Tell Hmm. me more. And so I started and then I, you know, evolved through the years. I got certified to work with the businesses. And then in 2017, I did a TED talk that was really just a bucket list item for me, but it spoke to that internal clutter as well and what to do about it. And so People started reaching out from all over and, will you coach me? And I said, no, I'm not a coach. But obviously, within the next two years, I became a coach. And so now I do both. And so it continues to evolve. I'm excited to see what evolves next, but I'm in a happy groove right now. You made me think of a question I don't normally ask, but I you, like the TED Talk, public yeah. speaking. I know with the TED Talks, they're very particular about who they have speak. And then when they, I, I, at least I've been told that they give you certain guidelines on what to do and because they want it to be like the best talk ever. So in terms of like your experience with public speaking or maybe even preparing for the TED Talk, 
what tips do you have around public speaking that you relied on to, because I'm sure you were a little bit nervous doing the TED talk. What tips do you have that you think made that talk go really well for you? Oh gosh, that is a good question. So for me, I think it starts with the message. You have to really have something that's inside of you that you want to impart and share with people. And so it starts with the message. My talk actually came to me in the shower one day and it Mm. started with one word, overwhelmed. And that's a word I hear so much. And so I thought, okay, what do I, what do I want people to know? You don't have to live in this overwhelm. So that would be step one is really be solid in your message, not just say, well, I'm going to talk and just start talking. The other particular thing with a TED talk is it does have to be memorized. So it's a very different type of public speaking where you don't have cards and you can't go off the cuff. And so if you, if any of the listeners do have to do that type of speaking, my best tip on that is to memorize it in chunks, like memorize it in sections. And so even if you feel a little bit lost, if you know, okay, I'm nearing the end of this section, section two is this, you can sort of always find your place if you memorize it in sections. And Mm. then I guess just enjoy it. I think with public speaking, people don't come across as their true selves because they, they get so in their head, right? And they get so nervous and you just have to take a deep breath. And I actually did that Superman pose before I went out mm, Yeah, and I really grounded my feet into the earth. And I, I just, I took a deep breath and I enjoyed it. As a matter of fact, when I finished, I went around and when they opened the doors again in between speakers, I went and sat next to a friend and I said, Oh my gosh, that was so fun. I want to go again. I want to go again. <laughs> and I think that's why my, my video went viral was, I think that comes across that I was truly myself and I was enjoying the moment. So yeah, just yeah. breathe and go with it. Yeah, those are excellent tips. But I don't think we've never spoken about public speaking on this podcast, but we do talk business and there's a lot of business owners that listen to this. So I'm glad we went over that. So let's talk about your morning routine. How organized is your morning routine? I had to kind of feed, weave that in. How organized is it? <laughs> well, it's funny because you and I were originally scheduled to talk and had to reschedule. And if if you had asked me on our original date, I would have said that it's not organized at all. But one of the things I did recently is I took a look at all of the things that I do on a regular basis that I'm really good at. And then some of the morning routine things that I like to include, but I don't always. And I made a checklist just in a Google Doc, very low tech. And I refer to it. I don't... You know, I'm not going to beat myself up if I miss one or two things, but I do feel better when I include them all. So my day starts, I always get up at the same time and I work out at a gym five days a week. And so that's right there, right off the bat, like the second my eyes open, I have that consistency. And then I walk home, I get a ride to the gym and I walk home, which is perfect because I get that quiet time and I can think and I just have a really fresh perspective by the time I even get home from that. But I do include things. I I do a daily devotional and I gratitude. The one thing that never slips through the cracks is I have a book and I do a daily gratitude practice. And so I write out minimum 20 things every day that I'm grateful for, even if I get stuck and write coffee 
three days in a row. <laughs> like I just, I always do my gratitude journal. So I do have some very particular things that I like to start my day with. I feel so much better when I start. Yeah, me too. Um, obviously, hence the podcast. But yeah. <laughs> did you say you walk to the gym? Did I get did I get that right? No, actually, my circumstance is a little different. Where I live, I live right by the gym owner, so they pick me up and drive me there, and I do my workout, and then I walk home. Got it. Yeah, that sounds nice. A little unusual, but it works for me. Yeah, that sounds nice. I want to talk about overwhelm. I don't think we've talked about that either. So we got two firsts here, but it's so relevant right now, and I probably. We'll keep, I mean, at least I know it depends what stage of, of life you're in, but I don't, I think it's pretty universal too. I know in my life, there's been seasons where I've been very overwhelmed and not so much, but you know, I know this is a pretty general question, but do you have any tips around universal tips for, for getting over the overwhelm? I know it's going to be different per, based on what they're going through and the person and all that, but mm-hmm. are there any tried and true, tried and true strategies that, that you can share? Yes. So from a practical standpoint, like if you're overwhelmed from you know business or tasks or things like that, just doing a brain dump and getting it all out on paper really, really helps. I encourage my clients to do regular brain dumps and then get the things scheduled that need to be from that. But writing out, you know, just anything that comes, you know, some of the things might be tasks, some might be grocery store lists, just doing that brain dump. That's one. Another general tip for overwhelm, if you're feeling overwhelmed in the moment, is just step away. I am a huge proponent of you know, going out in nature, fresh air, yeah. actually breathing. I have a guest in my Facebook group about breath work. I've been learning a lot about that, just the, what it does to your nervous system and literally to your physiology of your body to stop, slow down, breathe. You can stop a lot of overwhelm in its tracks just with those two things, getting out what's in your head onto paper and then just stepping outside and breathing. I do talk to people about the benefit of your calendar and your schedule. It's kind of funny because people think like, well, I'm already overwhelmed. I don't want to put more stuff on my calendar. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's sort of backwards because... You know, I always say what gets scheduled gets done. You know, a lot of people use that quote. And if you have it on your calendar, it takes away the, the guess in your mind and it takes away the pressure of, well, I think there's something out there, but I don't know what it is. And I, I forget. And last, I, I know you must have questions, but the last thing I'll say right now that came to my mind, because this has been coming up a lot, is people get so overwhelmed and they're so scattered. They're trying to multitask, which is a myth, Right. And they forget either what they're supposed to do next or what they were doing last. And so I've really, the last couple of weeks, been encouraging people to leave yourself breadcrumbs and have a little notebook or a sticky note. And when you step away to go do something else, write down the last thing you were doing or write down the next thing you want to do. Someone was telling me that Ernest Hemingway always stopped mid-sentence when he was writing. So that when he came back, he didn't have to guess what he was going to say next. He just finished that sentence and then went on. So that's, that's been a big help to a lot of people lately. Is leave yourself those breadcrumbs. Yeah, I like that. That's genius. I know, I've never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. I'm with you with the brain dump. And part of my morning routine is I, I have this notepad and I, and I journal just kind of whatever comes to mind. Every day is a little bit different. And then I write down what my priorities are for the day. Just get it out of your head. Just clean it. Just, and then I have something to 
this is based on my personal experience, but I then I have something to at least refer to. The journal, the brain dump is more just to get thoughts in my head, but then the priorities, of course, the to-do list, whatever you want to call it, it's more just something for me to refer back to throughout the day so I don't have to like think about what's next. I can kind of look at my list and then what did I deem as important this morning and then try to knock off as many of those as possible. So yeah, those were good. Very good tips. Excellent yeah. tips. I would like to add one other thing if I can. People yeah. always want to ask me, well, what's the best to do app or what's the best, you know, should I have a notebook? Should I keep it on my phone? And the answer is all of the above. <laughs> so basically I always encourage people do what works for you. If you are an old fashioned notebook person, great. I would say only have one that you carry around, but if you like to keep things in a Google doc, just do that. If you like to keep notes on your phone, like what if, Bottom line is don't go looking for a new app or a new system unless there's gaps. Are you missing appointments? Are you falling behind? Then yes, evaluate it. But if things are humming along, don't don't venture off just because, you know, Joe, your next door neighbor has a brand new fancy tech tool. Just stick with what works and low tech is okay. I love using a notepad, pen to paper. I actually found a pen I really like. I'm going to make a pen recommendation on this podcast right now, which will probably never, ever happen again. But I use the the Pilot Friction pens. They're erasable. And it's, so if I make a mistake, I can erase it. It's a really good, really good pen. But I love the pen to paper. I've tried apps before, but then I'm on my phone. Yeah, like you said, you have to find out what works best for you. Mm-hmm. So as someone that is an expert in conquering the chaos and conquering overwhelm, how do you personally feed your happiness and your fulfillment? For me, it's all about being outside. Honestly, that's why I moved to the beach. I I can instantly raise my vibration and improve my energy if I step outside. I also have a really, really good friend group and I love spending time with friends and family, just, just being around people and enjoying life. I read. I do a lot of reading and a lot of Video self improvement type thing. If I if I need to pick me up, I'll listen to a guided meditation or something like that. But hands down, for me, it's being in nature. And if I can move out in nature, all the better. If I can be walking or paddleboarding or something, even better. Yeah, good for you for making your dream come true by moving to the beach. It's funny that we're having this conversation because this morning I got served an article about like the top ten cheapest countries to move to. And the number one was Portugal and they were showing pictures and the cost of living. And I found myself like fantasizing about moving there and like having like virtually no overhead. But then I'm like, you know, I snap myself out of it because like, you know, it's silly. I got kids and friends and family here and stuff like that. But, but in yeah. your case, you're able to make it work. It must, must be very nice over there. It is. And I'm exactly in between. I have two sons that are 26 and 22 and I'm in between them, they're both about seven hours away. So it's a good spot. Excellent. All right. I've got one last question for you, Carrie, and then we're going to wrap up with you telling everyone how, how they can reach out to you if they want to connect with you. I want to talk about the meaning of life, what that mm. means through your personal journey thus far. What, what is the meaning of life for you? For me, it's, it's two things. It's both living in love and in your purpose. So always sharing our gifts. And I've learned recently to always ask what would love do and use that as a guide. And I think if you do both of those things, 
every day you can't help but make the world better, which I think is the ultimate meaning of why we're here. Excellent. I said this in one of my more recent episodes, but that answer of love is becoming very, very common with that meaning of life. So there's something to it, or maybe someone's trying to tell me something, but I agree with you. I'm hearing it more and more. So there's something to it. So for everyone listening, just take notice of that. Good way to end the show. Well, thank you, Carrie. If people want to connect with you, where should we, where should we send them? So my website is conquerthechaos.com. I also have a site where you can get a download, funny enough, on 10 ways to eliminate overwhelm. (laughs) And that is cluttertoclaritysteps.com. It's on my website too. But my favorite place to connect with people and to hang out is my Facebook group called Less Clutter, More Peace. Excellent. Well, thanks, Carrie. Great job. Thanks for everything you shared. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.